Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Welcome, everybody. I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film. I'm Dory Zori from 88.9. And this is Cinnabuds. This week on Cinnabuds, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to get to know us. We know how much you love us and want to know all our facts. <laughs> so this week, we're going to talk about, generally, some of our favorite movies of all time in our lives. Oh, boy. One of my all-time favorite movies is Moulin Rouge. All you need is love. A girl has got to eat. All you need is love. She'll end up on the street. All you need <laughs> is love. Love is just a game. It is a musical, which I'm not mad at. It's got Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman. And it looks beautiful, Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. So it's got that Baz Luhrmann vibe. But I think one of the reasons why it became my favorites is, number one, I saw it in a movie theater. And yeah. sometimes there's some magic seeing a movie True. on a big screen. Especially one like that, which I feel like would be a big spectacle. Great yeah. to see. Yeah. I remember distinctly realizing how much I respected Nicole Kidman because I had never seen a movie before with so many absolute close-up shots of her face and yeah. although she was <laughs> glammed up for some of it yeah i just remember thinking in the theater man they don't really do this much yeah. and she is like being goofy and funny and serious and i saw like i had only known her i guess isn't what did she do before that i don't know eyes wide shut but yeah a lot of the tom cruise films yeah. when she partnered up with him for some stuff and this was just her singing and dancing yeah. and being vulnerable and it was just beautiful I also was, I think, maybe single at the time, and yeah. I just thought, how romantic would it be to find a man that would sing to me yeah. all the time? <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That is a film that I find people either love it or they can't stand it. I get it. Yeah, it's one of those things. Mm -hmm. I would say for me, a more recent like favorite is what I realized is a film called First Cow. In the start, you have a cow. First cow in the territory. Same place for cows. Well, it's no place for white men either. I sense opportunities here. We did a podcast of uh, a year or two ago. Kelly Reichardt did it. One of my favorite things is having a typically masculine genre done by a woman. Mm. Like have a woman director do something that typically has not been given to women to direct. So this is a Western directed by Kelly Reichardt who has a very very different take on it. It is a lot more emotional. It's a lot, the toxicity of a lot of Westerns, which I can appreciate because they're Westerns. I mean, there's a certain element of that, but this is just a very different frontier story. And I absolutely, it's beautiful. It has a cow and I always wanted to pet a cow. I've never pet a cow and I'd like to pet a cow, please. Oh, 2023 goals. <laughs> 2023 goal. I want to pet a cow. Beautiful, wonderful. It made me make, uh, there's a dessert they make in a campfire. I made it the next day on my mm -hmm. own. It was very inspiring. But it's a beautiful movie. And so that one really stuck with me. And that's a, only like maybe two years old. Nice. My favorite movie that I saw this year so far, Woman King. You are called to join the King's Guard. No kingdom in all of Africa shares this privilege. Train hard, fight harder. We fear no one. And we fear no pain. I offer you a choice. Fight or we die. 
Yeah, that's in my list for that sure. Also felt very powerful and wonderful to see so many strong women on the screen in a story that actually was uh, real to life. Yeah, that was one that I, when I was watching it, I was I think I mentioned like I did not know I needed this kind of movie right now. Like it was that epic battle, but also like emotional and big and. You know, it, it was really great to see that in the theater. All right, Kay Polly, if people listen to the full-on podcast, we're going to talk about movies that we love that might be a little embarrassing. That's right. I am I just said a couple really, like, smarter, like, artier ones, but I'm going to, uh, don't worry, I'm going to go low real fast. <laughs> we're going to talk more right after the break, so stick around. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the Honor System. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. All right, we're back, and we're just simply talking about our favorites. I know over the years you've heard a lot from me about what my favorites are. I'm going to try to give some different ones, but I'm really interested, Dory, in hearing about your favorites. I am not going to apologize, and I know a lot of people agree and disagree. Some of my favorite movies to watch are Elvis movies. Viva Elvis! Viva and Margaret! Viva the excitement when these two let themselves go on a wild and woolly world through Funtown, USA! Wow, I did not see that coming. (laughs) I mean, this is why. Okay. So I get it. I get all the reasons why this isn't a cool thing to say, but I grew up watching Elvis movies with my grandma. I was the oldest of two kids and I would come home from kindergarten and there was lunchtime and then there was Elvis movie watching yeah. on the small black and white TV Ooh, with my oh, grandma. Wow, yeah. So she loved Elvis. My These bonding times for me, I guess, were more important than I thought. I just really a handsome dude, right, as yeah. a little girl. Um, again, I don't mind movies with singing. We've established sure. that already. Yeah. Cornball, a little cheesy, but I still am so nostalgic for Viva Las Vegas, Blue Hawaii, Girls, Girls, Girls. I had the (laughs) albums that I would listen to. So anytime there's an Elvis movie on, I will stop flipping through the channels. Or if I need a little comfort food, I will watch an Elvis movie. And usually my go-to first is Viva Las Vegas. Really? And Margaret, duh. Oh, yeah. I can easily say... I know, maybe not easily. I don't recall ever having seen an Elvis movie. Hmm. So now I'm putting Viva Las Vegas on my list. I feel like I at least need to sample it. You do. Just yeah. to, I'd be curious to know what your take is, not having any kind of emotional connection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not great, but they're good, not good movies. That's good. That's kind maybe. of what I expected. And they seem, you know, anytime you have, for, especially from that era, a musical, you know it's going to be colorful. You know there's going to be a lot of dancing and stuff. So I can see how there's going to be some some good stuff in it, even if I'm like, hey, Elvis. All right, so what's something I don't know about you <laughs> Okay. that I can tell through the movie you're going to talk about? Okay, I'm trying to think. I sh- I want to go. I want to go lowbrow immediately, but I I don't know if this is lowbrow. I feel like it kind of is, but I like your penchant for Elvis movies. I have a penchant for Jerry Lewis movies. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, I do love a Jerry Lewis movie. I find him very funny. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like it's a silly, mumbly, like physical comedy, but genuinely find that kind of cute and funny his character of this bumbling always messing up 
and he can't finish a sentence, lady kind of thing. But he has a film, Nutty oh, Professor calling aside. It a film. I'm calling it a film. I am calling it a film. <laughs> Nutty Professor aside, which that's the one that he's most famous for. But there's a film called Ladies Man. Girl shy, woman hating Jerry Lewis is a ladies man. I love you, Sherry. What are you crazy, lady? Jerry finds a haven of happiness as a handyman in a Hollywood hotel for girls only. It has this massive set of like multiple story. It's a it takes place in a a woman's house, which is I don't unexplained. Don't know what that means. Just a bunch of women live in this house and there's like a house mother. It's almost like a dorm, Mm -hmm. but for adults, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, he is recently uh, spurned by his, who he thought was going to be his wife. And so he doesn't want anything to do with women anymore. He doesn't like women anymore, which is a little too uh, art imitating life with uh, Jerry Lewis. But (laughs) he goes and works there. But even though there's tons of women there, he's trying Mm -hmm. to avoid them. But it's, (laughs) there's all these little episodes of him you know, breaking things or like making the tough guy angry who's coming to visit one of the girls. And then, but he softens as he meets people. But there are some truly absurd segments in this and grand, like on a big scale, that are fascinating. It's a really well-made movie. Genuine funny moments. But I do get a little bit shy about saying I like Jerry Lewis movies. But I think the only troublesome thing about him that I can recall he did a lot of work for charity. I mean, he did, he did Jerry's Kids his whole life. He did say something stupid once about women comedians. He said mm. women aren't funny. He mm-hmm. was like, that's his the thing he's known for is right. saying women aren't funny. I don't remember. I believe later on he backed that up in later days. But that was a stupid thing to say. Yeah. He's from an era where he was a huge star. Charlie Chaplin, there's a ton of people I love who became way too famous and got way too big at egos and just yeah. weren't nice people. It's it's almost impossible to enjoy any art if you know anything about the artist. <laughs> right. There, There is, yeah, we talk about that all the time, separating the art from the yeah. artist. And there's some things you can make, ex- you know, you can excuse and there's some stuff that you can't. But Jerry Lewis was way. a master at physical comedy. Yeah. And this particular film, like, is an impressive on a level of a movie making, too. So The Ladies' Man is is one of my picks for all-time favorites. Oh, I do love that. <laughs> all right. Now, I think... Oh, another one of my favorites. Yeah. Probably that I'm sensing kind of a theme here. I really like Alfie, and it's the remake oh. of Alfie with Jude Law. Oh, I see. Okay. Ah, yes, I love this city. The most beautiful women reside in Manhattan. Just look around. How could a man ever choose to settle down with just one? Oh, blimey, I'm so rude. I haven't introduced myself. I'm Alfie. 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 I'm a blessed man. I don't know why I like it so much. I mean, I know why I like it so much. Jude Law is a cutie patootie and he doesn't treat women very well, but he also doesn't really end up being super happy in that movie. But there's just something about the movie Alfie that I really, really like. Maybe the beginning, Jane Krakow's character is called Dory and he says the word Dory when they're making out in a limo. That probably helps a little bit, but I really like, I really like Alfie. And then I tried to go back and watch the original and it just wasn't the same. Oh Yeah. Oh, the original with Michael Caine. Michael Caine, yes. It's interesting. I think there's a couple of movies that originally had Michael Caine that Jude Law did the remake of. It's one about a heist, essentially. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he plays him there, too. He does the remake of him. I bet you there's tons of internet uh, (laughs) fodder about Jude Law playing Michael Caine characters. I know. I hope there's at least one more. I hope there's three, because that would be amazing. 
Oh, yeah. That means it's time to talk about <laughs> movies from our childhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's a movie that you can remember seeing as a kid that affected you? The very, f- oh, gosh, you know, okay, it has to be Wizard of Oz, oh, for okay. sure. You have to see the wizard, the wonderful Wizard of Oz. You can be as a wizard of Oz. That movie was made before I was born. They started showing it on television all the time. And again, it was a movie that I probably watched first with the whole family around the TV. And then each year it came on, there were less and less people watching it until I vividly remember myself. I'd have a bowl of cereal and I would watch Wizard of Oz every time it came on TV, (laughs) sitting in the room by myself. Didn't matter. I enjoyed it every single time. Cereal and Wizard of Oz sounds fantastic. (laughs) That's a good one. The first movie I can remember seeing in the theater, and it was very affecting, was The Fox and the Hound, Mm -hmm. the Disney film The Fox and the Hound. You're my very best friend, and you're mine too, Todd. And we'll always be friends forever, won't we? Yeah, forever. It's another one of those era of Disney where they're like, they're not afraid to kill somebody. Oh, my gosh. They're not afraid mm-hmm. to kill a delightful, sweet animal. And I remember bawling my eyes out. But also this Fox and the Hound were friends. They're unlikely friends, mm-hmm. which I think to this day I am on YouTube going, let me see like a Rottweiler and a doe just play together. I can't get enough. But, yeah, Fox and the Hound, I remember touching me. And I was like, oh, that I don't experience these emotions in anywhere else except in movies at this age you know that isn't really even the most popular animated movie of that era no i just remember seeing it and i i believe they brought it back i don't think i'm from the 20s or 30s i I don't think it was made in the in the late in the mid 70s but uh they must have had a few of those back in the theater because i also remember seeing a couple of Disney films in the theater that mm-hmm. were made much earlier. So they must have had some sort of rerun. Yeah. My brain kept going to Snow White. Yeah. But really the first movie I remember seeing in a theater that was a modern movie that changed not only my relationship with seeing movies in theaters, but my love of it throughout the decades had to be the original Star Wars in 1977. Oh, yeah. Here's where the fun begins. No legendary adventure of the past could be as exciting as this romance of the future. Here they come. May the force be with you in Star Wars. It was so mind-blowing and so wonderful. The uh, Leia character was so strong and powerful to me. And we went to see it at a movie theater that I don't believe is around anymore in Waukesha. And there was a Target next door and we went right from the theater to the target and our mom and dad let us pick out star wars action figures and i picked out the princess leia and my sister jody picked out luke skywalker and i remember like (laughs) opening the package in the car and that smell of the little plastic yes dreaming about what the movie was that i just saw on this strong character arc of leia and then you know Bed sheets, Star Wars bed sheets, Star yeah. Wars action figures, Star Wars cards, Star Wars toys. And oh, yeah. I have yet to be at the Star Wars theme parks, but that is 2023 goals. Oh, I didn't know they had one. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, I'm going to, like, my sister, when she, J- Kelly, my younger sister, 
goes to Harry Potter land and loses it. Yeah. That's how I'm going to be. Like, I want the whole day there. Maybe don't talk to me. Maybe just come find me at the end of the day. I'm just going to be sitting like in all my fields. Oh, that is great. Oh, I can't, when you're talking about the action figures, I also did the Star Wars action figures. And when I finally got Chewbacca, Mm-hmm. It was like such a good day. And part of me thought, I want two in case something happens to this one. Oh, nice. Because like you're always admit losing or breaking the little gun or yeah. the little sword. Uh, but I loved I loved Chewbacca. I still love Chewbacca. He's I love a gentle giant. Mm. Love a gentle giant. Um, but yeah, I do love. That's a good one. Yeah, seeing those originally, that's amazing. All right. The question for our listeners this week. Yes. What is the first movie you remember seeing? in a theater that had that huge impact. Yeah, that's always a good one because you remember. Mm -hmm. Everybody remembers that. Even if it's like not a huge impact, you're like, the fact that you saw it for the first, you're seeing a movie for the first time, that's impact enough. But yeah, the ones that made you cry. I cried at E.T. in the theater and my sister made fun of me. And then once I remember going to the theater and my parents letting me see a different movie than they were seeing Mm -hmm. and I saw Ice Pirates. <laughs> Which is so not a movie I should have watched when no. I was a kid. It had a space herpy. It was like an yeah. alien takeoff, but there was space herpes. You got to see some boobies too. <laughs> you do see boobies in it too. <laughs> and I was like, fooled you, mom and dad. I'm an adult now. All right. Before we end this week's podcast, the yeah. movie you've seen the most in your life. Oh. Theater, otherwise, combination. That's easy. That would be any of the Blade movies. I've seen Blade. <laughs> Blade, Blade Trinity. I've probably seen the second one the least number of times, but pretty close. Mm-hmm. I can just watch those anytime. I find them endlessly entertaining. <laughs> What about you? Um, I feel like I want to make you guess if I say a line from the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never had as good of friends as I did when I was 12 years old. Oh, that would be Stand By Me. Yay! Yeah! I think you mentioned Stand mm-hmm. By Me before, too, but yeah, that's a that's a good line. Right. I haven't seen this so long, I need to watch that again. Oh, it so holds up. You should. It's a delight. Yeah, we want to know your first movie. We want to know your favorite movies. We just want to... Just just list movies. I could listen to it all day. Just list movies. I yeah. love it. Go to your happy place and let us know what you love Absolutely. at Cinnabuds on Instagram. Absolutely. All right. We are going to head out and we're going to go watch movies that when we were eight years old. But I got to go buy some cereal. <laughs> yeah. And I want to get a uh, Chewbacca action figure. <laughs> we want to thank Mr. Nate Immig for producing our show. We'd like to thank Brett Newski for our super dope theme song. That's right. And we want to thank every member from 88.9 and from Milwaukee Film. Thank you guys so much. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Kisses out to you. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.